Welcome back, listeners, to a brand new episode of The New Standard. And we're kind of just popping the show in here today uh, due to some logistical issues. Want to give a big shout out to my partner in crime, Neil Kulong. Uh, Neil is searching. Well, actually, he found the offensive coordinator because that's what we're going to be talking about today. That the Steelers intend to hire Arthur Smith. But Neil is actually test testing Elon Musk's new rocket. He is testing Elon Musk's new rocket for SpaceX. That is what he's doing currently right now. But we wanted to jump into the program and talk about the reports that Arthur Smith, former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons and former offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, indeed will be the Steelers' next offensive coordinator. It's been largely reported However, uh, nothing official has come out yet. There hasn't been a press conference or anything official coming out from the Pittsburgh Steelers themselves. Big up to Ali Howard Species 5618. So we're going to talk about that today. And the title of today's program is We Need to Be Brilliant in the Basics. And that's a quote from Arthur Smith kind of describing uh, what his philosophy is. And, and to Marlon Nicholson's point, uh, he said, for some reason, this is another Steelers move I'm on the fence about. You should be on the fence about it. And rightly so, because we have not played any football. There's been no football played. So not sure how you can grade the hire. And, and we're not going to grade the hire. We're going to look at this from more of a 64,000 foot perspective. And I want to tease an interview we're going to have uh, hopefully next week with Matt Steele of SteelCityInsider.com. He's the film guy for Jim Wexel's site. We're going to do a little digging into Arthur Smith from a scheme perspective, uh, just what you're getting when you get Arthur Smith and you get a scheme. We'll touch a little bit on that in this show. But again, if you want to follow the program, go to YouTube, do a search for the new standard and like, and subscribe to the program. Also, you can catch this via podcast. However, you get it by doing a search for the new standard. So I want to jump into five different things before we get into the larger 64,000 foot perspective when it comes to talking about Arthur Smith. And I want to jump into the questions of who is Arthur Smith? Why did the Steelers hire Arthur Smith? Are they buying a scheme or a person? What is Arthur Smith's offensive philosophy? Where will Arthur Smith have the most impact? Who will benefit the most from the scheme change? That's sort of the Arthur Smith stuff we're going to talk about. Then we're going to talk about the 64,000 foot level and jump into some stuff that Trey Essex talked about or posted about on Twitter when it comes to the hiring of Arthur Smith. Now, in terms of who is Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith, formerly offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans and was recently fired as the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Spent the last three seasons as a coordinator, excuse me, for as a head coach for the Atlanta Falcons in that time. You know, as I'm looking at his record, it was not stellar. Obviously, it was 21 and 30 over the course of those three seasons. And to that, let me just start there. 
And clearly what we see is you don't have to necessarily have success as a head coach to get other opportunities in other positions. Failure in a National Football League does not disqualify you from getting jobs. And the reason that is is because there's a scarce number of people that can coordinate a successful NFL offense. There's even fewer people who have the skill set to be a head coach. Now, we're talking to probably less than 1% of the planet has the the requisite skills, excuse me, to be able to do that. And so, you know, I don't think Steeler Nation should be caught up on what his record is as a head coach. That doesn't mean he cannot be a good coordinator in his years as coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. And we'll jump into some of those numbers. He was very solid. And so that's what we're going to focus in because he's not being hired to be a head coach. And in fact, I think it's been reported that he said that one of the reasons why this job was attractive was because he could sharpen up his skills from a head coaching perspective under one of the best head coaches in the National Football League in Mike Tomlin. So that's smart on Arthur Smith's behalf. Also, a lot has been reported that he is the son of the founder of FedEx. So he's a 1% guy. Not sure how that makes any point or anything. It revolves around anything when it comes to football. Not sure. But I just wanted to throw that in there as well. Again, thank you for tuning in to uh, a kind of impromptu show. And the name of the show, again, is We Need to Be Brilliant in the Basics. So in terms of the question of who is Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith is a former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, former offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. Why did the Steelers hire Arthur Smith? I think the Steelers made it pretty clear in this search that they were looking for somebody who had offensive coordinator experience. He checks that box, but he also checks the box of the head coaching experience. So I think he has a perspective in how to manage staff and how to look at that aspect of it. So if Tomlin needs any help in that direction, he needs, he can supply that as well. The other thing I think they hired Arthur Smith, and this will go into more, we'll go into this more when we talk about Trey Essex's statement is I think they liked how they had a commitment to the running game and a commitment to play action. Arthur Smith is known for his creativity in his own running game, also runs some duo, runs some power. Uh, I think they liked that. I think they took a look at their roster and they saw that the strength of their offense is George Pickens in the running game. Um, and I, I think that brings in kind of how they want to play football. I, I think they want to get back to being able to keep defenses off schedule as well as being able to feature a creative dominant running game. And one of the things that Arthur Smith is known is for running a lot of different things from looks that look very similar. So he could get into different looks and different plays and different things from the same look. 
also is known as a guy that runs a lot of 12, a lot of 13 personnel. That's one running back, two tight ends, one running back, three tight ends, and is not afraid to pound the rock. So that should be something that Steeler Nation loves to hear. There's been some knock on his, just how, just how developed his passing game is and the utilization of his weapons. And so that's why you've probably heard on the internet, uh, should the Steelers bring in a pass game coordinator to assist Arthur Smith? I'm not qualified to say if they should or not, but I think Arthur Smith's philosophy, and let me jump into uh, this quote from Marlon Nicholson as well. He said, nobody from the Shanahan tree, which has gotten to multiple Super Bowls with its scheme, and the Steelers still refuse to bring anyone in from that tree. Um, to that, to that question, um, scheme doesn't necessarily, and that's it. That's interesting that he says that scheme doesn't necessarily guarantee anything. Execution does. And, um, I, I'm assuming that Marlon is referring to Clint Kubiak and I'm not, I'm not sure absolutely what the rules are in terms of interviewing, but I don't think Clint Kubiak was available to get an interview and Bobby Slowick decided to go back to the Texans. So, but I think just to say one thing, Ben Johnson is very successful running his scheme. There are different schemes and guys borrow, pick and borrow from all types of stuff. So just because you get a scheme from a certain tree, there's no guarantee. And I'm sure that Marlon isn't suggesting that. I just wanted to add that. But thank you for the comments, Marlon. Uh, so I also want to jump into where will Arthur Smith have the most impact? I think when you bring in a new coordinator, um, I think, and particularly with a young emerging quarterback, that I think that the most impact he will have will be on the quarterback and the coordination of the quarterback and trying to develop a scheme that brings out the best of his traits. And so I think that also answers question five, who will benefit the most? And it has to be the quarterback. I think the quarterback has to be the player in the position and pick it. And we'll talk about that. Who will benefit the most from the Arthur Smith hire? Now, I think the Steelers, and that's just my brief hitting of the who, the why, the what, the where when it comes to Arthur Smith. I just wanted to touch on that briefly. And Ali Howard's piece, he's also said, being the son of FedEx shows he lives for football, not to be and known as a hard worker while having the silver spoon. I would agree with that. Um, he's choosing to do football and be a part of a crazy business when he does not have to. And it, it, I think it's a good sign that it shows to me that he has to work that he realizes that and he has to put that effort in to get far in this career, in this endeavor. I mean, I don't think you can get into football and work at it like they do if you don't love ball. you got to love ball to put the hours that coordinators and head coaches are required. But let me jump back to the Kenny Pickett versus Mason Rudolph. And 
I don't think Mason Rudolph is the future quarterback, starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. And I'm going to say, Steeler Nation, you don't want Mason Rudolph to be your starting quarterback. If you're talking about Mason Rudolph as your starting quarterback, this is an arms race. Now, Brock Purdy, and we're going to talk about Purdy, I think is an outlier. Saying that, you need one of these dudes typically to win, like a Lamar. And I know you guys are laughing at Lamar Jackson, who did not play particularly well in the AFC Championship, a Josh Allen, or you need a Patty Mahomes. And in the Patty Mahomes era, you need something close to Patrick you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get a Patrick Mahomes. Physically, mentally, any you're not going to get a Patrick Mahomes. Particularly now that Patrick Mahomes has learned he doesn't have to put on the cape every game to win games. That he can allow different elements of his football team to win or to help him win games. Like right now, he knows if he plays clean football, takes what defenses give him, that his defense will allow him to stay in games. That's probably the most dangerous Patty Mahomes. So with that said, I don't think Mason Rudolph is the future. I don't think the Steelers see him as the future, regardless of some of the stuff that you've heard. They've seen him for his entire career. If they thought he were the guy, you don't draft Kenny Pickett in the first round. You don't get Mitch Trubisky. You just don't. And if I'm Mason Rudolph, if I have a legitimate opportunity to start, I'm going elsewhere, particularly when, you know, the owner, Mr. Rooney, has said that Kenny's the guy. We just want him to have some competition. And I'm going to tell you what that competition is probably going to look like. And that's probably going to look like Ryan Tannehill. Mark the tape, 1410 on the tape, February 1st. Do not be surprised. If Ryan Tannehill is QB2 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. With that being said, I think Kenny Pickett is absolute starter. And listeners, again, please check out the show. We need to be brilliant in the basics part one as we break down the Arthur Smith hire. Make sure to go to YouTube and do a search for the new standard. Please like and subscribe. I want to paint a framework around this now that I think it's firmly established. We've heard those statements by ownership and the coach that Kenny Pickett is the guy. Performance pay pedigree. The pedigree and the pay is leaning towards Kenny Pickett as the number one selection. They are going to build an offense. I think, and this is going to come to the Trey Essex point, that supports a quarterback, that is not driven by quarterback play. And I think when you when you think of it, you have to ask yourself the question. And I made sure I took a look at the Bengals game, the second Bengals game, and I wanted to ask the question, and feel free to chime in if you're listening to the program, and I want to get your perspective on this. Was the Bengals game pick its floor or was it his ceiling? In that game, he was 24 for 33 for 278, 98 rating, 73 completion percentage, 73%, PFF grade of 91.6, and a pass PFF grade of 91.8. By far, 
this was Kenny Pickett's best game overall. Steelers didn't score many points in that game, but they got over the 400-yard plateau, that, that little bar that they had plateaued on for so long. I think in that game, Kenny Pickett looked decisive. He looked like he was operating within a comfortable scheme. Now, to me, I, I, I think a scheme should enhance the physical traits and qualities of a player. But I want to ask you guys this question again. Was the Bengals game Pickett's floor or his ceiling? Now, if it's his ceiling, then I think you have an issue. If you don't think he can play better than that, then you have a significant issue because it's not going to always be well-coordinated. It's not. It's not always going to be perfect. And those high physical traits, guys, let me give you an example. Mahomes, Herbert, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to even throw in a controversial name in Jamarcus Russell because I wanted to throw in a Jamarcus Russell just to illustrate that high physical traits don't always translate to winning football games. So if you don't have a high traits guy, I think you have to have a scheme that maximizes and gets all of it out of the quarterback. But there's going to be times with you're going to struggle and you're going to need a guy to make a play outside of structure. And that's the question you know, I think that's one of the things that separates the Mahomes and the Herberts and the Josh Allens and the Lamars from other guys is that they can create out of structure and keep you on script. So when you get in those moments out of structure, those moments don't kill you and bog down your offense totally. So. As Ali Howard Species says, I'm tired of QBs learning on the job, but that's what it is. QBs are always learning on the job, particularly if you draft one in the first round, they're going to be learning on the job. So I think when you, I think the reason they get Arthur Smith is they know what they have at the quarterback position in Kenny Pickett. They have an idea that he's a middle round He's a mid-trait guy. And, and, and I have a little rhyme that I like to say when it comes to traits and tiers. That the lower the tier, the less clear. The lower the tier trait guy, it's less clear what you're going to get. And the lower trait guy or the mid-trait guy, I think, is more dependent on scheme and needs a friend to play in a friendly scheme that is going to define things very clearly for the player. And if you can surround that player in a scheme that makes reads very easily definable, and you surround that player with talent, you get Brock Purdy. Now, now, I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett is Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy plays with great anticipation and great accuracy, which I think Kenny can play to that point if he feels comfortable in a scheme and feels protected 
and in a scheme that is making clear, defined reads for him within structure. I know I said a lot there, but I think Kenny needs scheme help. And most of these guys do need scheme help. And so I think Kenny is a mid-tier physical guy, sort of like a Kirk Cousins, a Jalen Hurts, who needs help from the scheme to maximize who they are as a player. And I know preseason doesn't defy anything, but I think what you saw from Kenny Pickett in the preseason when he feels comfortable and when defenses aren't necessarily complicating the picture, he feels confident and he can deliver the ball with accuracy. But you say, well, defenses are going to cloud the picture for him. Obviously, that is their job. However, that's where you come into the Arthur Smith hire and you come into scheme where you need your scheme to clarify the picture so your quarterback can operate with rhythm and timing. That's what you need the scheme to do. So you need a scheme, and I think Arthur Smith's hire is about finding a scheme that will help Kenny Pickett and maximize what you have in him. So Trey Essex wrote the following on Twitter a couple days ago, actually on June 30th, he wrote, the hire just tells me they see Kenny's limitations and want to emphasize the run game and take as much as they can off the QB's plate, hoping to recreate what was in Tennessee from a few years ago. The problem with that is, despite a few playoff wins, that was a hard ceiling with those teams in the NFL today. I'll say this. To the first part, I think he's absolutely right. I think they see what Kenny's limitations are. But they have to get him to a point where he's consistent and they consistently win football games with him. I think what they like is the way that he plays in the fourth quarter and the moxie that he shows. They want to get him more consistent play to play, snap to snap. And I think that helps with scheme. You could take pressure off of him with the running game, like Trey suggests, and making the picture a lot more clear for the QB and taking some stuff off his plate, giving him clear, defined reads within a structure of the offense. With that being said, he also has a very good point. When you go up against Patty Mahomes and some of them tier one guys that are very good, you may have to create off schedule. And that's the, and that's the question where, it's a problem. Now, let me say this. To, to the second part of the quote, the problem with that is, despite a few playoff wins, there was a hard ceiling with those teams in today's NFL. I'm not sure that is correct because I think right now, Steeler Nation, and again, you're listening to the new standard, the title of today's program is we need to be brilliant in the basics. It's a quote from Arthur Smith, touted to be the new offensive coordinator for the Steelers, is if you can win, if you're in a scheme that can produce playoff wins, one to three seeds, 
consistently and get the most out of your quarterback, you can surround that player with incredible skill players to try to elevate the scheme and elevate your results. Also, if you're in a scheme, if I could tell you Steeler fans, like I'll guarantee you if they run the Arthur Smith scheme, they'll win a playoff game, at least a playoff game every single season. You'll take that. And you should take that because once you get into the playoffs, it can be a crapshoot. It could be a fumble here. Maybe he plays out of his mind in a playoff game. You only need one or two performances. You don't need a season's worth of dynamism in the playoffs. You just need to get there consistently and hopefully get home playoff games so you can tilt that small margin in your favor. And maybe you get a really good and maybe you get a really good matchup. And you can pound that team. So there's nothing negative to me about despite a few playoff wins, there was a hard ceiling with those teams. I disagree that there's a hard ceiling. But there might be a hard ceiling anyway because you're playing against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so so it might not it might not matter anyway. I, I, I like the hire for now. I, I think to judge the hire, you know, as a terrible hire or whatever is premature. They got to play some football. He has to figure out what he has in terms of a quarterback, what his offensive talent is there, what the offensive line looks like. He has to incorporate and build a system. This is going to take time. I hope the Steeler Nation is patient, but patience in the Steeler Nation does not go together because unless this this hire was Kyle Shanahan or they weren't going to be happy unless it was you know they could have hired Clint Kubiak half the Steeler Nation would have been like I don't know who the guy is he hasn't they would have come up with some reason why they didn't like the hire you know it's really hard to satisfy Steeler Nation so I encourage Steeler Nation just to wait until you get to the football part but I'm not mad on the surface that they get a coordinator that wants to emphasize under center play action. I think under center play action is critical to have success in football. I mean, it helps your offensive line. It gives them a tick of time and pass protection. And I think it just sets up things nicely, particularly with their backfield. And you can tell that this guy likes to run the football as well and emphasize play action because, I mean, that's that's what he called in Atlanta. He drafted B. John Robinson in the first round. So I, 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 I think it's back to the future a bit with his hire, but, but, but I'm going to be patient. I, I'm going to be patient with the hire and allow him to coach football. Um, let me jump into a couple of quotes before we uh, we end the show that define what his philosophy is. Number one, puts conflict on the defense. He calls this the why. What he wants to do in his scheme is marry up your comp, your concepts, excuse me, to complement themselves. Doesn't matter what system you run, spread, air, raid, or wing T. Marry up the concepts. 
marry up the concepts. And what's up, Demarcus J? In fact, we're going to have two shows. We're going to do this show today. And I'm going to have a little bonus show tomorrow. So make sure you check it out. Thank you, Marcus J, for the kind words. Again, Neil is on SpaceX right now. And he will be back next week. He also wrote this quote. Keep levels of simplicity. He said, quote, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks, but I fear the man who has perfected one kick 10,000 times. Big up the Reginald Rivers. I like that. I'm liking what I hear. That stuff makes sense to me. I mean, I'm not a Zen Kung Fu master in Wushu, you know, but, but that makes sense to me. The last thing, create buy-in and understanding amongst the players. Quality reps lead to success, lead to buy-in. And this is uh, a little picture of a graphic that I, I might share it. Um, establishing an identity, committing to a style of play, the why. I like all those things. I like the structure that that can bring. And I like the fact that the Steelers are trying to buy a scheme that makes it easy for the quarterback. How about that? Being in a scheme that makes it easy for the quarterback. Because guess what happens? Maybe the quarterback gets some confidence. Maybe he grows. Maybe you can expand that system. But putting a quarterback in a system that is easy to grasp, that he can excel again, shit, that's kind of what you're doing this for. I mean, that is what you're doing this for. And big up to Corey Hatcher. Sorry I didn't let people know what time this was going to be out better uh, so more of you guys can catch it live. But you can catch it on podcast. Do a search for The New Standard. Do a search for Lance Williams and Neil Kulong again. We're going to try to have Matt Steele on from Steel Kurt, excuse me, Steel City Insider to break down more of the X's and O's, the schematics around Arthur Smith's offense. But I like the hire, and I'm not mad, and I don't think it's a bad thing to get a coordinator that's going to try to make it as easy as possible for the quarterback. He ain't got to be Bobby Fisher back there. I mean, he ain't got this. Ain't got to be Bobby Fisher versus Deep Blue or Kasparov versus Deep Blue. We need this guy to get into a system. We need a guy to implement a system that's going to make it easy for Kenny Pickett, the first round draft selection. But with that, we're going to conclude the show. Thank you, everybody, for participating in the program. Again, we're going to try to have that Matt Steele interview up for you next week. So we're going to do that, and we're going to have a bonus show because we haven't had a lot of shows since the playoffs been over. We're going to have a bonus show tomorrow for you as well. And we're going to keep doing a whole bunch of shorts. I like doing shorts. I hope you like shorts. Hey, man, it's a way to hit the news really quickly and give you a quick little blurb, my thoughts. And what we're going to do is I'm going to summarize all the shorts and give you a short show. Huh. That's clever. So the first short show is going to be coming up on Friday. But big up to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for participating. Thank you, Corey. My bad on that. Thank you, Marcus J. And thank you, everybody, for chiming in. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.
Go Steelers.